week, uh, Andrew was rusted on to preach, and um, then we got the news that he can't be here today, so I said, you're preaching. So we did a video. Uh, so you get Andrew uh, by video today. So on your seats is a sheet that he'll be going through. Um, while he was recording, he forgot that we can't actually put the words up on a video of the sheet, so you're just going to have to keep up. That's why the answers are already on there for you, um, and the prayers that he's going to be reading um to read together are already on the back for you to follow with him. Um, but recently, I've been getting these um, phone calls from people. You know, it's pretty normal to get. You know, the you're going to jail if you don't click this thing. Like they're they're pretty like you expect those. But I've been getting calls from people about wedding cakes. And so ringing up, hi, um, I'm just ringing about my cake, and I'm like, I'm really sorry, I don't make cakes professionally and and I just blew it off because I thought oh, maybe just someone made a mistake but after about five or six of these calls I started going hold on there may be an issue so yesterday I got another call and you know you're just so tempted to say yeah I'll have it ready for you but that's just so mean so not going to do that <laughs> I'm not that mean but I did think it <laughs> um and I got this call yesterday from this guy saying, hi, I'm just ringing about my wedding cake. And I said, I'm really sorry, I don't make cakes. You've got the wrong number. And then I was, he was on there long enough for me, but where did you get this number from? And he read it to me, he said, oh, it's on Instagram, this cake place. So, um, of course, then I'm Instagramming, messaging this cake place saying, that's my number. You don't really want me to be taking the calls for your cakes. And um, sure enough... Uh, a few hours later, I got a call from this lady while she's driving frantically somewhere with a cake. And she said, look, I'm so sorry. And um, I got off the phone and I thought, I could have been taking these calls for the next however long because she had no idea that she'd put the wrong number on this Instagram account um, to contact. And all it took was for me just to reach out to her, to, to contact her and say, hey, I think we've got a problem. Can you help? Can can we get this fixed? And um. Sometimes we make prayer really difficult, but it's that easy. Is that we, we, we make it really got a who and thou and wife to God, and, and God's just going, I just want you to talk to me normal. Just want to talk normal. And, and sometimes it's easy as, hey, God, look, we've got a situation here. I don't know what to do, but can you fix it? Um, and God steps in and, and makes it happen. Um, so let's watch the video. Let's um, hear what Andrew has um, to say to us about prayer moving mountains. And um, let's receive from God as we watch. Hey, great to see you this morning. Um, sorry I can't be with you in person. Saved a lot of money over the last two years on um, not having to get haircuts. Haven't saved this much money on haircuts since um, the 80s, I reckon. Hey, before I start this morning, I just want to um, give a plug to Network. I remember being at a conference years ago, and the guy who's leading the conference said, stand up, everybody, and look to the person on your left and ask them, tell them what your address is. Everyone, you know, here, everyone telling everyone their address. Um, then he said, now tell everyone your top three spiritual gifts. And um, you could hear quite a lot of silence. And then the leader of the conference said, when you get to heaven, God's not going to ask you your address. He's going to ask you what you did with the gifts that he gave you. So I want to give a plug for Network next weekend. Um, I'd love to see Long Jetty get to the point where in discussion you could just name your spiritual passion. You could just name your top two or three spiritual gifts and it becomes a culture that we, we know who we're called to be 
and we know where we're meant to minister. So if you've been struggling with that over the last months or years, I know COVID's made it hard, but next um, Saturday and Sunday, we're going to have three sessions on the Saturday, three sessions on the Sunday, looking at um, classes where we look at what is my natural ability. Um, we've always been um, worked hard and believed that um, you know, we're not meant to put round pegs in square holes. So we want you to f discover your ministry. It'll take more than just next weekend, but next weekend will be a great start. might be a great refresher. So if you've done it before, come again. I'd love to see the room full because I believe this is a launch pad we need to um, rebuild momentum after the last couple of years. So please prayerfully consider getting involved. Put on your care card today. Let us know so we can plan accordingly. Love to have heaps of people in the room. If you're new to Long Jetty, um, doesn't matter whether you've done class two or not at this stage, we just want to get class three done. Uh, we want to get people empowered. We want people to know what their spiritual gifts and spiritual passions are so they can be released at the right time into the right ministry. So please um, put your names on the care cards. I'd hey? love to see you next weekend. Well, it's been an interesting couple of weeks, hasn't it? Um, war, floods, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. And it's easy to feel helpless when we see images of people in desperate need. And it's also usual that we want to do something to help. What can we do? I've been reminded in recent days, actually through my devotions sometime last week, this verse came up, James 5.17. And I want to share with you this morning the Amplified Version. It says, Elijah was a man with a nature just like ours, with the same physical, mental and spiritual limitations and shortcomings and he prayed intensely for it not to rain and it did not rain on the earth for three years and six months well I read that verse the other day I thought God I'd be happy if it didn't rain for three days or well, three weeks would be alright and I was just reminded of the power of prayer on Wednesday night I had the privilege of sharing with other salvos around Australia connected on a zoom call from Melbourne um, Australia-wide prayer meeting, look out for the next one. It was an amazing night where people joined together over Zoom to pray for Ukraine, to pray for peace, to pray for those affected by the floods in our nation. And we're reminded again that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. This morning I want to look at what we could call mountain-moving prayer, the prayer that overcomes what seems impossible. I'm taking this, my um, points from the story where Peter and John, they'd healed the guy outside, the lame guy outside the temple. And they, you know, then they preached Jesus and got arrested. And the next day, the authorities released them. They said, but you can't talk about Jesus anymore. So what did they do? Well, they held a mountain moving prayer meeting. So my first point this morning is mountain moving prayer focuses on who God is. We want to look at this prayer these guys prayed and um, what we can learn from that. In Acts 4.23 it says, On their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. When the people had heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Hey, what a great response. They didn't complain. They didn't go, oh, woe is me. They didn't focus on the mountain. They prayed was their first response. And this is what they prayed. Sovereign Lord, they said, you made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them. Not only did they turn to prayer, but their prayer was God-focused. Mountain-moving prayer focuses on who God is. 
They prayed a very God-focused prayer. They started off sovereign God. You know, sovereign means? Sovereign means absolute leader. You think Putin's powerful? God's more powerful. You think the weather's powerful? God's more powerful. And they understood this and they confessed this. They recognized and confessed in their prayer that God was in control, despite how things looked. God was in control and he would have the last say. They went on to confess God as creator. Here's a great way to get our focus off the mountain to look at creation and realize that God placed the stars in the sky, that God is powerful, that he is wise, and that he could move the current mountain. What about us? When we inherit a mountain, do we get God focused or mountain focused? Do we pray about our mountain or do we confess that God is in control and big enough and smart enough to move the mountain? Now on your screens we'll have a prayer come up that I've had heaps of prayers on the internet right now. And I found this one, I thought this is not a bad prayer. Now we can always pray our own in the spirit of course, but sometimes when you go, oh, I don't even know what to pray. You know what, there's some great prayer movements in unity around the world right now praying for peace so let's pray this one you can join with me read it with me as you if you like this morning you lord make wars to cease to the end of the earth you break bows shatter spears and burn shields with fire make a peace that is strong and not weak de-escalate this crisis we hear of wars and rumors of wars but you lord are our rock our fortress our deliverer our hope is in you and so we address the nations now in the name of Jesus. We say, be still and know God. He is exalted among the nations. He shall be exalted in the earth. You notice that prayer? That prayer is a God-focused prayer. It's focused on his power. It's focused on his goodness. They're the kind of, that's where we want to start in prayer when we don't know where to pray. Focus on God, how powerful he is, and our prayers will flow. Mountain moving prayer is God-focused on his character and power. My second point this morning is mountain moving prayer focuses on God's previous victories. The prayer goes on in verse 27 of Acts chapter 4. Indeed, Herod and Pontius Pilate met together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in this city to conspire against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed. They did what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen. As they continued to pray, their focus was still on God. They confessed one of God's previous victories, actually his greatest victory, the victory of the cross. They reminded themselves that God turned a man-made mountain, the cross, the crucifixion, into one of his, well, his greatest victory. When Jesus was crucified, the authorities of the day thought they'd won a victory. And more to the point, the devil thought he'd won a victory. It's a bit like the devil said to God, if you want to use the language of a game of chess, the devil said to God, check. You know what? Three days later, Jesus rose from the grave and God would have said to the devil, checkmate. As someone once said, Pilate and Herod were but puppets in the hands of prophecy. As we see in this prayer, they did what God's power and will had decided beforehand should happen. One of the best ways to build our faith is to keep our prayers full of praise to God for victories that have already been won. The last few days been in Covidville here and in lockdown and finally got into the garage and sorting through boxes of, of encouragement letters and, and cards I've of, of, you know, received over the last 30 years 
and um, hard things to um, sort through and what do I keep, what don't I keep. But you know what, as I've been sorting through those, I've been so reminded of God's faithfulness to me, so reminded of his goodness to me. Even through the hard times, through the good times, I've been reminded of how faithful he's been. You know what? And my faith has grown as I've sat in the garage. And my prayers have become even more, uh, I don't know, full of faith and boldness because I've sat and as I've sorted through these cards and letters, I've, I've just reminded of his goodness and faithfulness. Hey, let's do that when we pray. Not only pray... Um, focused on God, but then focused on his faithfulness to us and the victories that he's won in us and through us down over the years. What's God done for you in the past? We need to recognize it. We need to include it in our prayers because it's one of the ingredients of mountain moving prayer. And finally this morning, mountain moving prayer trusts in a repeat performance. You know, God's not just a one-off kind of guy. He loves to do great things again and again and again. And so here's the boldness of the prayer. Verse 29. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Here, these guys were told not to speak of Jesus anymore, right? And so they asked God not only to help them speak of Jesus still, but to speak with boldness. You don't want us to speak about Jesus? Well, we're going to speak even bolder about him. What an awesome prayer. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Now comes a request. Now, Lord, this is what we need. No, they didn't pray. Lord, take away the problem. Hey, how often are we tempted? Lord, take away our problem. You know what Jesus loves? The Lord loves when we pray for us to overcome our problem because that's when he gets the real glory. We're usually tempted to ask God to remove the problem. And you know what? It's worth a try. Sometimes he does. Sometimes that's his purpose to remove the problem. But sometimes his purpose is to watch us smash through the problem or overcome the problem. And Paul points out this, um, that God uses man-made mountains for his own purposes. 2 Corinthians 1, 8 to 11 says this, We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about the hardships we have suffered in the province of Asia. We are under great pressure far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired even of life. Indeed, in our hearts we felt the sentence of death, but this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God who raises it. You know why God gives you a cross to bear and not a pillow? For this very reason here, so that we might rely on God and not on ourselves. So friends, if you're looking for a pillow, give up the fight. And find the cross Jesus has given you today. And when we take on his cross, when we take on his will for our lives, it's not comfortable. It's not easy. But it causes us to rely on him and it brings about even more intimate relationship with him. He has delivered us, Paul said, from such a deadly peril and he will deliver us again. He's praying that same prayer, isn't he? God focused previous victories. On him we have set our hope that he will continue to deliver us. As you help us, as you help us by your prayers. You know, many people rely on us to help them as we join our prayers with them in these days and with people around the world. It's a powerful prayer movement right now. Let's be part of it. Then many will give thanks on our behalf for the gracious favor granted us in answer to the prayers of many. What an amazing verse. So what's your prayer of faith need to be today? 
Today I invite you to write down a mountain moving prayer and go home this week and pray it. Pray it until your faith grows strong and your answer is in your hands. Here's another prayer I found. I, I, this one you might like to take. Um, it's on the back of your sheets. Um, you might want to pray it with me. I just found this was an appropriate. Um, sometimes I don't know what exactly to pray. This is a really, I felt, appropriate prayer for um, what's happening in Ukraine at the moment. We'd like to pray this one with me as well. Father, we unite our hearts in prayer that the miracles of divine intervention in the Russian invasion of Ukraine continue and increase. May your angel armies turn back the invaders with a minimum of bloodshed, increase the confusion and breakdowns in the Russian army so they have no choice but to turn back. May many soldiers come to know Christ under the bold witness of the Ukrainian believers. We pray the same for the Ukrainian army, its command staff and President Zelensky, that he may see the miracles around them as evidence that you are at work and turn to you with repentant faith. And we pray that Vladimir Putin will have a Damascus encounter with Christ, awaken to the dangerous folly of his ways and turn to him you in repentance may your kingdom advance in the hearts of an increasingly united prayerful and courageous church in ukraine and in the people of ukraine under siege let your light not just pierce the darkness but drive it away in jesus name amen hey what a great prayer if you don't know what to pray pray that one and pray it every day until we see peace come and be restored to this nation and you know what other nations um, it's reminded me just because there's no news focus on places like Yemen, um, Syria, there's still not peace there to the degree there needs to be. Hey, we need to be always praying for the nations of the earth. Why is that? Because God loves the nations. It's an inheritance he's giving to his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. So it's part of our calling to pray for the peace of the nations. I just want to share a story in conclusion, hey, that some prayers are, prayers are being answered. Miracles are being seen already from a pastor, Igor, in Lviv, shared by a missions pastor in Minnesota. Please tell your people, because of their prayers, God really fights our battles. The rockets disappear in the air without reaching our homes, and no one knows where they did go. Enemy tanks run out of fuel. Russian troops get lost and ask our locals for food and direction. That is definitely God because we're dealing with the second strongest army in the world. And this morning, um, Kiev and other major cities are still free and so are we. In Lviv, we don't, do not have to run to our basements. So there's a testimony of a pastor in Ukraine singing answers to the prayers of people from all around the world. And I love how this story finishes in Acts. And this is, you know, when do we stop praying? We pray when we see answers. Hey, when God either shakes the earth or he shakes the building. And in verse 31, after they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word, bold, word boldly. What a great way to finish your prayer meeting, hey? To have the building shaken. The presence of God come and fall. Hey, and they went out and their prayer was answered. They spoke the word of God boldly. Prayers are being answered. Keep praying. Let's increase our prayers and believe that as we walk closely with Jesus, our prayers are powerful and effective. 
This morning as the worship team comes, I invite you to, if you'd like to come forward to the mercy seat for prayer um, or pray in your seats. Um, but I want you to pray, maybe as you've never done before, cry out to God, um, get desperate. We're watching people in desperate situations. So why not we um, get some desperate prayer happening and um, pour out our hearts to God, not only for Ukraine, but for any mountain that God brings to your mind this morning. It may be the salvation of a loved one you've been praying for years. It may be the healing of a friend. It may be to overcome a burden that you've carried for years and you're just sick of carrying. However God leads you this morning, pray and keep on praying until the breakthrough comes. All right, who's ready to do some praying? I'm ready. I'm ready. Andrew mentioned uh, on the video that um, to, to write a miracle moving prayer. No, that's not the words. But anyway, he said to write a prayer. Um, so I have on the seat some bits of paper. Some people find it easier to pray out loud or in their mind, but if you need to write it down, it's a good opportunity today to write down your prayer as well. If you want to come down and pray at the mercy seats, these places here are the places to meet with God and, and I invite you to pray. You might have a, a world-sized problem um, that you want to pray for. You might have a problem that's um, just something that's in your own mind and heart and um, God wants to hear all our prayers. He wants to hear it all. He wants to have a, a mountain-moving prayer um, from us today. So as the band plays, as they sing, I invite you to respond. I invite you to respond. Pray to God. He wants to hear from us. He wants us to hear from him. So let's be responsive to him today. <laughs> 